Today we take a deep dive into Elysium Titans, one of the most exciting NFT projects I've seen in quite a while. You definitely won't want to miss it, right now on When Mint by those AMAs. Welcome back to another episode of When Mint by Those AMAs. I'm your host, The Machinist, and today I'll be sharing with you an interview with Dr. Randall D'Souza, one of the core founders of Elysium Titans, an NFT project minting right now on the Cardano blockchain. But before I get into it, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our producers, Those AMAs. Those AMAs is a tribute to the creator of Cardano and his live AMAs, and they truly embody everything the Hosk believes in. It doesn't matter if you're a holder with only one of our Genesis Collection NFTs, or you're one of our many whales. Every voice is equal within the Those AMAs community. And that, true inclusion and transparency, means everything to the creator of the project. There's a reason that every single investor in our Discord is so bullish regarding those AMAs. Head on over to the Discord and see for yourself. But you better hurry, because only 4.5% of the Genesis collection is on the market. So, get over to your favorite secondary market and scoop one up while you still can. I promise you, you will be glad that you did. All the links for those AMAs are in the show notes. When Mint Podcast is produced by those AMAs. All information gathered and disseminated by this podcast is for research and entertainment purposes only. Those AMAs, its employees, and affiliates are not financial advisors. Please, always do your own research and invest at your own risk. A full disclosure can be found in the show notes. Alright, so it's time to get into it. Now this is a very deep dive into Elysium Titans. If you haven't heard of Elysium Titans yet, you definitely will in the future. Dr. D'Souza had so many great things to say, not just about his project, but about NFTs and Cardano in general, that I felt I'd be doing our listeners a disservice by cutting it down any more than I already had to. The interview is about 45 minutes long, and you definitely don't want to miss a second of it. And don't forget to stick around until the end of the episode when we announce the winner of our every episode cryptocurrency giveaway sponsored by Party Panda Motor Club and the winner of our 28 Twitter giveaway that ended earlier this evening. So without further ado, here it is. Enjoy. All right, so I am here with Randall, actually Dr. D'Souza, one of the three core founders of Elysium Titans, an NFT project on the Cardano blockchain. Dr. Souza, how are you today? Yeah, I'm great. Uh, it's an honor to be here. I love what you guys are doing, and I think this might be good for us too, and hopefully for you guys. No, I, I think it'll be excellent, and I love what you're doing. As you know, I actually personally minted one of the Elysium Titans, and I love love the art which we'll definitely get into in a minute it's all in 4k and there is so much utility with this that i think a lot of people don't realize the scope of what you guys are doing but actually to start if you could could you please just i guess introduce yourself for doxing purposes and let everyone know you know who you are 
and what brought you to creating or or co-creating Elysium Titans? Uh, so I'm a research doctor. Uh, I spent 13 years at university uh, studying a bunch of undergrads. I have three undergrad degrees um, and then a couple of masters and a PhD. I work as a research fellow studying molecular disease in fatty liver conditions. Uh, before that, I was working with working with sarcopenia and muscle loss with age. Uh, I have a few international awards uh, around drug development for fatty liver conditions. Uh, I started investing in the crypto space on a drunken night with a buddy back in 2009, where I bought a, a hell of a lot of Bitcoin. And then uh, this was back when the wallets were locked to the PC and um, definitely had a PC that my mom chucked out and outwent a lot of Bitcoin, so I'm definitely one of the contributors to some of the lost wallets in the Bitcoin space. I then stayed out of crypto for a long time, um, had a similar experience with Ethereum that we won't go to because that makes me cry, uh, but then quickly realized that um, Ethereum had a dead end from my perspective and Cardano was building something that was big and new. Someone actually put me onto Cardano back when it was three cents, and for me to get interested I've got to have some skin in the game so I picked up a little Cardano then started doing some research and love that it was research based essentially so what Charles does uh, in terms of peer review and that kind of stuff is what I do for my own career so you know I, I've got coming up to 50 peer-reviewed articles a uh, bunch of citations I do the same thing from an, an academic perspective rather than an industry perspective and so that development sort of put me on to wanting to be more involved but I love the idea that the power goes back to the people uh, one of the things that I'd like to highlight is that's essentially what, what brought us to to Cardano but then also what brought me into NFTs was trying to understand uh, what other people were doing really was hey I've got a bunch of Cardano and I want to outstrip the rate of staking to increase my Cardano returns I came into the same space like everybody else thinking hey let's make some money I uh, got into a bunch of rug pulls and then very quickly realized that the community, even though they they want to make quick profits, want a degree of security. And none of the projects out there were thinking in that perspective sufficiently. All the early projects, this is not to be rude, but so I won't name drop any projects, but they came up with great artwork. Yes, I'm using air quotes and had no add on and no promise with we're not going to do anything with this. We're going to give you artwork. And so they got away right, with... No utility. Yeah, and they got away with, uh, you know, minting out these 10,000-piece things because they were early. Uh, and now they started to go, okay, we need to stay relevant in the space, and therefore we're going to bolt on utility. When you do the bolt on utility, you've got this art piece that does not reflect in any way, shape, or form where the project is now going. You know, and you can very quickly tell. One of the first projects that I think has done a really good job in terms of staying relevant with their artwork is actually Yummy Universe uh, and Dead Pixels. You know, Dead Pixels has a really complicated model that we won't actually talk about, but I, and I know why they've used it, so again, I won't talk about that today, but uh, a lot of projects weren't doing this properly. They were minting out, sure, they were making a killing, and so they've ended up becoming slow rugs in that they're not developing anything anymore. And they still get to sit there going, hey, we're not a rug because at the end of the day, you were promised an art piece and you got an art piece. 
for us, we're not trying to build an art piece. We're trying to build a product that we don't own or we partially own with the people we're selling the product to. Now, normally this would be sort of a listing situation. And so the biggest thing that I learned in this space was that NFTs actually change the way people own things. Ownership is the most complicated piece of the world in terms of since the beginning of time, there've been battles over this. Before civilization, people fought over land, they fought over uh, wealth, they fought over resources, and it's the same thing now. It's an argument of how can I have sovereignty over something without cutting out the middleman. That's essentially what the crypto space was supposed to do. Absolutely. And it has struggled. And it has struggled. You, you might say Cardano soup is decentralized. And I'll give you an example of how Cardano is not at this point. Uh, there are 3,150 stake pools last I looked. Every stake pool processes the same number of transactions, secures the network, and processes all of the blocks. But only the top 30% actually mint blocks in terms of ADA rewards. Right. So unless there's... But there's enough ADA out there to have 10 million in each stake pool right now. And therefore, every stake pool should technically be profitable. Why are they not? Right. So when you get to the nitty gritties of the decentralization, even on Cardano... There's, there's a bunch of things missing and there's room for development. You know, and the one thing that I frown upon, even in the Cardano space, is that people were like, Cardano should go past Ethereum. Sure, it should go past Ethereum. Ethereum artwork is probably better than Cardano's, but the difference is, if we want to go past Ethereum, we're not going to go there on artwork alone. We're going to go, we're going to go there based on what we build on this network. And the only way to do that is to pick projects, stick by them, and watch them build. And so we picked a project that was going to be a model of building with people, for people. And that's what brought us to this point. No, absolutely. And Elysium Titans, once we get into it, people will definitely understand that this is a project that, like you said, doesn't just belong to the team. This truly does belong to the holders and the investors in a way that I haven't seen before. I mean, there's really no way for you guys to make money off this and get rich off this unless the community does as well. And like you said, that definitely is the core of what Cardano is supposed to be. You know, we are supposed to be, you know, bank the unbanked. That's what everyone says. But unfortunately, human nature gets in the way and sometimes greed rules the day and um hopefully that will change and i think it will and we're still very early in you know cardano's you know has some growing pains right now but i definitely think we will for sure we will for get sure. there you know there there are some issues with sort of the world world status and things like that as well so we have to be respectful of you know that kind of thing but there is there's definitely room to grow and we're going to keep growing Oh, definitely. No, absolutely. Now, if you could, I guess, um, let's talk about what this project is. Now, now this is based, the Titans are actually ancient gods, but these aren't just avatars. These aren't just pictures, you know, obviously, and I'll let you, you touch on this. You guys are planning a game, a mobile-based game, but this is a lot more than just an avatar within the game, okay? This isn't just an access point to the game. This isn't just the character you get to use, okay? There's a lot more that goes with these OG tokens that you guys are minting right now. And that's another thing, guys. Mint is live. 
right now for only 62 ADA on the Cardano blockchain. You can always find all of the links for Leasing Titans in the show notes on our Twitter page. Wherever you look, wherever this episode is, you will find everything you need to know about Elysium Titans. So if you could, what made you choose this look, these characters for this game? So uh, the idea was ancient mythical gods. That's sort of the, the, the look of the characters. The uh, artwork, uh, we, we actually auditioned some artists who will never be revealed. Uh, so that's the other thing. We have a Banksy feel to our artwork. Uh, the team of artists will stay on and have agreed to be permanently associated with the work while agreeing to never be doxxed, never be revealed. Uh, and in terms of who they represent, is our, their reflection is of our community. So we started off with Greek and we decided to move on to... Egyptian because that's generally where sort of most of the games go and a lot of familiarity is bred but what we then noticed was we were picking up people from different parts of the world and we wanted to reflect sort of the population that we have uh, so we pe- we've moved on to sort of Chinese which is waiting on the second half of season so the other thing is the original supply was meant to be 4800 uh, but uh, we cut that in half because you know we didn't get the server growth or the hype that you know, we didn't want to be honest because we're not flipping, we're holding. And um, those second half are wait yet to be minted. Uh, we are revealing the next set or the, the follow-up to the next, what we are calling pantheons. So each cultural set of three forms a pantheon. The plan is to have eight pantheons in a total of 24 characters. And sort of the idea is to link up these cultural aspects in some of the most popular games that have started to kind of phase out but there's a lot of what i would call legacy gamers that still play such games like smite or league of legends you know they're, they're dying but they're not really dying at all and so those are the that that feel to have it on your cell phone but instead of having it complex where you know, a game of, I think there's a game called Mobile Legends that's similar to League of Legends, takes about 15, 20 minutes to play. Brawl Stars takes about a minute to five minutes. People that want to play to earn can engage in this game, particularly in sort of the Philippines, Indonesia. You know that people play Axie Infinity and they make half their monthly wages off this game, no, these games. That... Now, what happens if you could do that over a game? Right. And this... that you as an NFT holder own a part of. That was where we were taking it. Axie and Infinity does not give you ownership over the game. You have to spend a crap ton to get their NFTs to get into the game. So the NFT is the access point. We are not going to stranglehold the access point into the game. You don't need our NFT to play it. You can play and earn within the game. You can earn your way up. Or you can hold an NFT and get a head start in the game because you will get uh, airdropped the fungible tokens that are in-game access points or in-game bonuses. Or you could just hold your NFT, hold a part of the game, and be supplied a share in the actual fungible token, which one of the big things that we haven't talked about too much is trying to give that fungible token a real-world utility 
without it having to come out back to ADA. And that's a very longer term plan. Definitely. Now, one thing I would like to touch on, just just to make sure that everyone understands, so this is a mobile-based game, and it's going to run along the lines of, it's going to be better than, in my opinion, but it's going to run along the lines of Brawl Stars, which you mentioned, which is a very popular game right now. So if anyone wants to... I believe 100 million downloads. Yeah, so it's it's huge. So if anyone wants to check this out to see the kind of lines that Elysium Titans is going to be running on, you can find it on the App Store, on Google Play. I mean, it's everywhere. When I first found Elysium Titans, you know, right before I minted, I, I downloaded it to see what it's all about. And it's a great way to do a little bit of research and make sure that this is something you want to get into. But I don't see why you wouldn't. Because to be honest, if you don't play games on your phone almost every day, you damn sure well know someone who does, right? And you look at, and I saw in your white paper or in your roadmap that you guys have even broken down. So your your experience as a, you know, a doctor and the amount of work and attention to detail that that must take. And thank you for everything that you do. I'm sure it helps everyone, even if it hasn't touched me directly, you know, you're helping just humans in general. So I appreciate that. And I'm sure everyone listening does, you know, you guys even broke down the amount of time that people use mobile games in public transportation. I mean, a lot of thought has gone into making sure that this succeeds a lot more than in honestly, any other project I've seen that that's a game based project and just the ownership aspect of it is amazing so like you were saying the in-game currency to this is a fungible token right that you will be airdropped just for holding one of these nfts and that right there is your ownership in the game there's two parts because we don't want this whole so pavia did it with the whole you hold a block of land you get a one-off payment and that's it we we don't want to do it that way we are considering an ongoing till the supply is released. And so you have a dual staking mechanism, which I have broken down in a little video on, on, in our own uh, server. But essentially the plan is you hold an NFT, you get fungible tokens airdropped, or you would claim them through sort of a drip drop style mechanism uh, in a monthly fashion out for a hundred months. And that would bring out the entire supply of the fungible tokens on the back of that every transaction that runs the fungible tokens will have a burning mechanism through a fee which would go into a central wallet that then allows you to re-put that amount of burnt and fungible token back into supply so you get the idea of a staking mechanism on the nft itself but then you also get a staking mechanism on the fungible token on top so it's a dual stake model which ensures that while the supply of fungible token is always fixed or the overall supply is fixed there is a way to make more because you were holding it essentially how ada works you know i think it's important that people realize that this mint you know started on march 21st and you didn't sell out right away which is okay that that's not a a big deal but that you guys are still here, that you're still pushing this project, that there's still a huge community, an awesome community, by the way. I've spent a lot of time in your guys' Discord, and you guys are awesome. All all your community members are super positive. I mean, they're super helpful. The day I minted and I put up, you know, the picture of my NFT, I mean, I thought I was the king of the world, the amount of people that went nuts in there. So it's really, 
It really is, guys. It is a great community. Definitely check it out. But yet, so just that, you know, Mint has been over for how long is that now? A little over a little over a week? Just over two weeks. Just over two weeks. Just over two weeks. Okay, so it's been just over two weeks and they're still pushing hard. Most projects at this point take off by now. And they take off. They close their mint and burn the supply. Those are the, the usual routes to go to. Now, if I burn the supply, there is no gain. There is no project. Right. There is broken promises and a bunch of lashback, which results in a collapsed floor. Well, We're not going to do that. No, and Elysium Titans is not about broken promises. And you can, you can tell just by looking at the announcements. I mean, even just the price of Cardano because of the pump, just to make sure that you kept your word on what this, you know, people were expecting a certain cost for Mint. You guys actually dropped the price to help because of the pump with Cardano to make it more affordable for your community, which is an awesome thing. You know, you can tell this is definitely 100% a community-based project with very, very well-planned out long-term goals. And for a long-term investment, which any true investor wants their money to make money for them, they're not a, a buy and flip kind of person. And that's what I love talking about is real investments in this space. And I honestly think that Elysium Titans is one of those projects that is a great long-term hold and can definitely pay out. I can't wait to download this on my phone and know that I own a piece of that game. I mean, that is so freaking cool, man. That is it. That is the attitude that we're trying to spread. That is what we're going for. And when people start to realize that, it's like, okay, I own, you know, if I tell you that Brawl Stars or the game Brawl Stars is worth 60 million plus USD, and I add to that that the players put money into the game, but they don't own it. Right. How about I now tell you that, you know, the planned ownership for NFT holders is between 10 and 15% of that utility or of that fungible supply, you can very quickly do the math back and work out, you know, what one NFT is going to give you if, you know, if and when that game gets that viewership. But to get that, you've got to put your money where your mouth is and make a bet on the team sitting in front of you and say, okay, this, this horse is going to go where I think it's going to go. Absolutely. And look at the team that you guys have. Obviously, we're only talking to Dr. Souza today, aka, you know, Elysium Randall in the discord he's always in there you guys can always find him he's always happy to talk to people and welcome him in there and talk about the project answer any questions you have but just listen to this guy talk i'm sorry we're you know i'm a machinist in trade that's not just my name that's what i do okay i was in the air force i you know was a grease monkey there i just turned wrenches and fixed planes and now i get covered in grease every day at a machine shop i'm a relatively intelligent guy but i like just like i always try to hire people at the shop that are smarter than me I like investing with people that are smarter than me. And I mean, just listening to you talk about this, you can tell, A, we know just from your background. I mean, people can't can't see right now, but we'll have pictures up for, you know, the, the promos for this episode. I mean, you're sitting in a classroom, but before a lecture, you have a lecture in a little bit right after this interview. The mind behind this is top notch. To have someone break this down so much and think it out and if, Dr. Souza thinks that this is going to make it. I think this is going to make it. And I don't think he thinks it's going to make it. He knows it's going to make it. 
it's not so much knowing. I'm going to make sure that it does. This is the 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 research that's gone into putting this project and roadmap together has cost me forty six thousand ADA Who? in NFTs. Wow. I have bought forty six thousand ADA worth of NFTs trying to understand roadmaps because as I said earlier, there's only one way to really do research is you've got to have your skin in the game. Absolutely. I've picked up twelve hundred NFTs in my time in this space. I've been rugged with the world. I've been to the moon with some projects. I'm definitely down a bunch. I've given out a bunch of NFTs. But the biggest thing for me in this space is to understand what it is that's going to make a project, not just moon overnight, but how do I give something of value to people who understand what true value looks like? Absolutely. And true value does not look like what is the volume, you know, after mint. The volume doesn't mean anything. It doesn't add any value to the amount of ADA locked in. It doesn't do anything. The volume makes it, just tells you how many flippers are around. And it doesn't take a lot of volume to drive price up. There's one thing that beats volume. It's the lack of supply. And we've minted 600. There's there's 13 of our NFTs on the market or 12. That's got to tell you something. That's huge. And I know for a fact there's four of them listed on there just because people are trying to fill up their six characters to get a free NFT on the next drop. That's the only reason they're lifted. Right, absolutely. Actually, could could you go on into that real quick? So there are some benefits to holding more than one NFT, correct? Yeah, for sure. So the, the current breakdown is each NFT gives you 32% of the secondary market sales and 32% in what will be our collections from our own marketplace that we are building. One of the unique things about this marketplace is that it is going to function on our fungible token as the liquidity through the through the blockchain. So instead of sending ADA with the NFT, you're going to send the fungible token. So that's a real world utility for our fungible token. And we're going to try and onboard other projects to use this. One of the reasons I know that this will take off is because I do have another project that I'm consulting on and the founder there is very keen to take this on anyways. And so adding on real world utility to a fungible token that does not need to go back to ADA gives you no tax on transactions, gives you a real use case for something beyond in a game. Right, and we're gonna have where the debate is to have transaction fees down at zero point five percent of the transaction cost, with the ability to pin it pin it back all the way down to zero point one percent. So that marketplace is something to look out for. Uh, so there is two massive utilities right there. Um, there is thirty percent of that treasury, thirty percent of the take is also pinned for treasury development on the project going forward. So 70% in total, the other 8% I haven't touched on today, but they're for special roles within the server. Uh, the total 70% of the take going forward is you, is pinned permanently to developing the project and give backs. I believe it's 25 for founders and five for charity sitting at this point. Uh, so there's two things that I'll touch on now because this is where we started this question. Sorry, I got a bit segued out. No, you're uh, fine. So we dropped the, pr- we, we saw a bit of, a pump on ADA, so we dropped them in price, but also we dropped them in price for two reasons. We decided to go with sort of a Benjamin Egg style mint progress, which was 
you're here early, pay less. You're late, you'll pay more on the next drop. Right. Uh, but then we saw a bigger pump. And to account for the bigger pump, we went, okay, if you hold six, all six characters, you'll get one free NFT on the next drop. For every seven you hold, you'll also get one. So if you've got seven, but you've got all six characters within your seven, then you get two free, right? And the next and the next drop was planned to be 70 ADA. So you're actually getting 140 worth, right? And then, so that was the way to go, okay, how do we make sure that we're not actually taking any more than we need, but also we've got to mathematically have the algorithm so that the stake pool that is making a reward for the transaction fees to send those NF the fungible tokens back out because that's what it's going to cost to send the fungible tokens back out. Now, if that ADA, ADA in total isn't sitting there, drip drops or something else has to become the way to do it, right? So that's where a little bit of a conversation is being had. So people might be like, but a we went up 50%, but you're not giving us what, one free NFT for every two. The reason for that is because there still needs to be a certain amount of ADA sitting in the wallet to allow for the fungible tokens to go back up. No, absolutely. And and just to, because we have talked a lot about utility and like we said, a smart investor wants their money to make money for them. And that is precisely what Elysium Titans is doing. But a lot of people out there do just love the art with NFTs, they're art collectors. And I just wanted to, to touch on that just for these people. If you look at the sneak peeks and you can see this art as the cover art for the podcast, you'll see it on our, our Twitter posts, or obviously you can go to their Discord, which I really, you should be there already. If you're not, there's something wrong, okay? Obviously no Discord and driving, but you know what I'm saying. This stuff is, it's in 4K, right? And this is amazing amazing art i mean i'm looking at the sneak peeks right now and i feel bad for all the people listening that they can't see this with me i'll tell you what i did there i'll tell you what i did there so we had art at 2k by 2k at 300 dpi and what i did uh actually i i i, I annoyed the artist and then annoyed our dev because <laughs> this was three weeks before mint after all the trades have been set up, all the rarities have been set up, I went to the to the dev and I said, hey, look, I've put one of our art pieces on an 8K TV attached to a $2.2 million electron microscope. No, that'll do it. <laughs> and, <laughs> and decided that the art pieces were pixelating. Well, can't have that. So we went back. Well, yeah, exactly. Can't have that. I was like, on, on this 100-inch TV screen, I see pixels. I don't like it. We need to make it better. And so we went back and re-exported every image and rebuilt the rarities on 4K by 4K uh, at 1200 DPI. Now you can have that art to fill up a, I believe, 300-inch TV screen at 8K and still be okay. It doesn't pixelate. That is... Um, it doesn't matter where you're standing. That's amazing. I mean, and the one of the really cool things about your Sneak Peeks channel that I really like is if you go all the way up to the top, okay? I'm looking at November 16th of 2021. So this isn't something that someone just came out and said, hey, I'm going to, you know, draw some cartoons and sell them as an NFT. Like, they've been working on this for months. And you can see the initial sketches from these and you can see them progress all the way through like i'm looking at at zeus here all the different faces and the facial hair and the body armor and it's just so cool to see the progression and the final result is i mean it's fantastic i honestly don't think i've seen 
any other art this detailed in this high resolution in any other project. I, I, I mean, am I am I so wrong? So some of those pieces, no. So some of those pieces are. Uh, so our artist had never done an NFT project before, and the other artist he was consulting was showing him how to build. Right. And how they how they did that was going through a process between each other while we said we want all of the pictures to come through this process. So we've got access to all of the sort of evolution of the gods, as we're calling it. And we will have a wallet entitled Evolutions of the Gods. Oh, that's so cool. That will be a community wallet that everyone can access and have a look at. But for really big giveaways, people will win these. Oh, hell yeah. This is super cool. People will win these. These are one-of-ones beyond one-of-ones. And so they're going to be sitting there. Uh, we've got two wallets. One of them is called the Evolution of the Gods, and the other one's the Elysium Museum. And that one will have all of the art pieces that the community have developed through giveaways and games that we are minting into that wallet. And so some people have unique nicknames from the early contests, and so some of those pieces will also be minted. You know, if I could, I just took a peek at, at your light paper, and, you know, not to cut you off, but could you tell me some about the roles? There are different roles and a lot of... of different benefits within these roles so i'll, I'll let you get yes. into it so you come into the server at what we call a peasant status i think i'm uh, a peasant we created yeah <laughs> the green names of the peasants yeah. uh, we, we actually had someone leave the server being offended that we we were calling people peasants oh uh, unfortunately uh, I, I thought it was funny but i i thought he was joking but it seems like he wasn't so uh I think he really liked the artwork, so it was kind of disappointing. No, no. But the, the the way the roles worked was we created what was called a hero role that allows you to whitelist for each mint phase, but at the end of the, the mint, you would get kicked back down to a peasant status. We have what we call the demigod role, which is what we call our OGs. Unfortunately, or fortunately, unlike other servers, it's not a first in, first out, first in, you get it role. It, is, it has to be earned, so we still have OG spaces, and we are debating how we go forward on this because the OG status, which is the demigod role, which are the people in names in blue, uh, comes with the ability to mint a utility-specific token out of game. So they get a share in the uh, royalties of secondary market above and beyond the, the OG tokens. And they will also get a share in the marketplace above and beyond the OG tokens. So you've got to earn that space. And you've the way you have right to that utility is holding the demigod token. You cannot have two of them. You can only have the one. Right. And any wallet holding two will be voided off the profit. The idea is to have 300 OGs active and contributing to the project when we start running bolts and things like that the bill and they will have discount in the merchandise and other things going forward uh there are some other plans that we have in the background regarding what we are calling an artist's launchpad and that artist's launchpad is to bring in unique artists to drop do drops of anywhere between 20 to 200 pieces and the demigods or higher something that we'll talk about next is the deities will get access to these priority drops at really low prices the royalties will be entirely sent to the artists that we bring on board 
And so this would be sort of the balance for the CNFT space for people that really just like artwork. And by the way, I would just like to point out that I did double check because I just typed in your Discord, you know, interviewing Randall right now with a little flexed arm. And uh, I am green, so I'm a peasant. So this interview is over now, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to let you know. So that was Randall from Elysium Titans. Goodbye, everyone. Interview's over. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So there... Good luck with that. You still copy. Yeah, well, well. I I, I had to try. We're We're giving them away at the moment right now. There are nine spaces left for people that have minted seven because the level ownership of the de- the demigod role, which was how we had it initially, has resulted in a bunch of demigods that haven't actually minted. And one of the criteria to be a demigod is holding one of the demigod NFTs. The only way to be eligible to mint an, a demigod NFT is holding one of the OG NFTs. So once the wallet verification comes up, if you don't hold one, Unfortunately, it's over for you. there will be a vote for the demigods who do hold one. And if they decide that you are getting bumped down, you are getting bumped down. Wow. All right. See, and so this is all about, I mean, the community has a lot. There's not just ownership exactly. in this. You know, the community has a lot of, of say in how this is, is shaped in the future. That's the true ownership, right? Uh, true ownership is when your voice is heard. If you are a contributor, your voice must be heard. You're not a silent shareholder. You're an active member of something big. Right, absolutely. And so we want to give you the chance to give us that voice. It's great to, you know, put so much into your community's hands because it shows that you trust them and that you believe in them just as much as they believe in you, which is huge. I can't expect trust without giving trust. So we're going to go into the deity role. So the deity role is for very central members in the community. They will be our accepted beta testers. There are 30 spaces. To earn one, you have to be at level 50. We will, at some point, split up the server uh, for each faction or pantheon. And the deities will be sort of the leaders for each faction. And so they will be what we would call the community-level moderators for raising issues within the factions of sort of, you know, which pantheon they're running. And so there'll be three per or four per group. So this is a true democratic, you know, system you're, you're setting up here within the game. And just so I want to make sure nobody missed it, you know, so out of this deity role, okay, guys, they're picking their beta testers for the game and you are paid in ADA to beta test this game. Yes. It's not just like, oh, okay, here you go. Try the game before anyone else. You're actually paid for your time and for your work to become a beta tester. Oh, yeah. So two of our founders are extreme gamers and part of their roles, uh, so they're in the wider team of founding uh, and they're also in-server moderators. Uh, Part of their role is to talk about the game experience and help build that sort of gaming feel to our game. Uh, And so we've got this idea that beyond sort of extreme gamers, how do we make it sort of more casual for sort of the type of people I tried to explain that we're trying to reach out to in terms of actual onboarding the game? And that's going to need sort of that community feel. And that's where we bring it in as you bring the usual uh, active people from your community who aren't always the wealthy, but they are active and they have a vision or they share your vision. And those are the people that we're trying to reach out to. And so that's the big sort of perk per se of the deity role. Uh, we then have peacekeepers who are our moderators or 
five of the external moderators were handpicked by myself during research, during the research phase. So when I was spending the 46,000 ADA, I, one of the things that I can proudly tell you is I am level 30 in over 40 servers. Oh. That's the extent of my research. Wow. Uh, I have since focused my energy toward our project and I am on the way out from a lot of servers now. Uh, so yeah, uh, this, this focus of building from the top down, but not making, making sure it's not a pyramid because every OG NFT shares an equal share and everything is super important. You cannot feel like someone is more important and so they make more. That can't be allowed to propagate. Right. And so we're not going to let that happen. You might be a peasant, but your voice is just as loud. Excellent. And I can be pretty loud. And that's not, you know, but one thing that's that's super important to remember, guys, is to have a, a you know, a core founder in this project be so into the NFT space and to understand how these communities work and to have been in so many projects that, like you said, this is your research, right? That's how, how you got it done to make sure that you can watch other people's mistakes so you don't make them yourself. So if, if we could, Randall, you know, we're, 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 or Dr. Souza, I apologize. You know, we are running low on time, but one thing that I always like to ask is if you had to say one thing to an investor out there that is that's on the ledge, that's just hearing about Elysium Titans and they want to get in, but they're not sure yet, they need that one push in the back to knock them off the ledge and into this awesome community, what would you tell them? I'll tell them the same thing I've been saying since the day this project server opened back in November. The art is just a bonus. And if that's the least of the great things that Elysium Titans has to offer, then, you know, you need to get your butt in here and get involved because this is, I mean, this is what projects are going to be in the future. This is what projects should be. You know, we want long-term true investments. We want business minded people running them we don't just want to be the flavor of the week i'm sick me personally i'm sick of buying raffle tickets i'm sick of playing the lotto every time i buy an nft and that's like why i'm involved with those amas because of all their business plans and that's why i'm involved with elysium titans because of the plans you guys have moving forward and you have attainable goals and a roadmap that shows exactly how you plan on getting there so there's no question on on can it be done. It can be done. And you've shown step by step how you're going to do it. And up to this point, you guys have done everything you've said and more. So I can tell you that my Titans are staying locked up tight. And I cannot wait to stake them for some of those tokens. I have one thing to add. Go for uh, it. Because this is a promise that I've made to my community while this interview is running. I would tell them something about the NFTs that we're minting. And I have so far talked about the out-of-game utilities for these fungible tokens, but I can openly tell them today that trait-based rarities, so some people are very focused on the idea of collecting all of the gods. Now, that's awesome. Right. We want collectors. But trait-based rarities will also have in-game fungible token extra disbursements based on certain things that happen during the game and so if you end up with say five medusas all holding the same bowl and if that is the trait that decides to get the 
royalty for that month, you potentially would get more royalties in fungible tokens for holding a specific trait on a specific god. That's amazing. And that now, gives you more ownership. I, I'm sorry, I can't stop saying it. But every more of these tokens you have, the more of this game you actually own. And it's so freaking so cool. I wouldn't worry. So I wouldn't worry so much. Personally, as an investor, I wouldn't worry about having all 24 gods. I may be more worried about trying to huddle the supply on a specific trait. And this is how a project such as this still develops a degree of secondary volume. And that volume doesn't matter if it's going into a royalty wallet, if it's all going back to you guys anyways. 70% of it goes back to you guys. 70% of it goes into adding value to this project. Now I'll let, I'll leave that with the community. Right, absolutely. And like you said before, there's not just the royalties that go out, but the other part of that 70%, like you just said, is reinvested into the game, which you guys own, which is your cash cow for the future. So the more money that goes into this, the more that comes back to you as an investor. And that's why Elysium Titans has me so freaking excited. I wish I could curse on Spotify. God. Can you not? No, no, we're not allowed to curse, by the way. I'm sorry, I should have okay. told you that in the beginning. No F words, or else I, I, the Spotify police come and get me, and I'm, I'm off the air. And, oh, and, damn. And that's it for when meant by those AMAs. You'll be sending uh, fungible tokens to my commissary in, in prison to buy me ramen noodles. <laughs> to, to bail you out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just make sure you stake my titans while I'm gone, okay, please. So I got a nice... You don't need to actively stake them the idea based on how it works there might just be the fact that you know they're in if they're in the right stake pool that might be enough right excellent and and that will be all these things as they are worked out will be always in the discord they're always totally transparent everything will be in announcements you can always ask randall and the team and actually one more thing i just thought about that i know i said we were over but this is super cool i spoke to a member of your team and the code you guys came up with for minting right which is a very labor-intensive thing to do you guys are actually making open source correct to help other projects so people can access this code for free it'll be on github uh, very much like spacebud did with their um, marketplace Uh, and also our devs are happy to be contacted Uh, so the other two core founders are very happy to be contacted and help with other projects minting um, and that's what Cardano is about. And, and that's what Elysium Titans is about. So, I, I mean, honestly, thank Dr. You. Souza, thank you so much for taking your time. I had a ton of fun. I mean, I, I, nobody can see it, but I got a big goofy smile on my face because I am, I am really happy to hear all this stuff because I am an investor in Elysium Titans. And obviously, everyone, just like we say in the beginning of every show, and it's in the show notes, do your own research, okay? But just take a look, please. Just on the strength of me telling you, just go take a look. I'm not telling you to invest, but I'm telling you to look and to listen and to dig. And I promise you most likely will love what you see. Thank you again to Dr. Randall D'Souza and the amazing community over at Elysium Titans. And I'm talking Elysium NYX, Elysium Martyr, Drink H2O, Escarity, Audi, and everyone else in there. You guys truly are amazing. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for, our first winner won our every episode cryptocurrency giveaway. So, today's giveaway was sponsored, like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, by Party Panda Motor Club. 
You can find all of their links in the show notes. So, the winner is... Rhea. Twitter handle at Rhea0503. Rhea, you have 24 hours to send us a DM through our Twitter page to claim your cash money. Our next winner of 28 is from our Twitter comment giveaway. The winner is... Cosmic Space Dancer. Twitter handle at Cosmic Dancer with a number one as the I. Cosmic Space Dancer, you have 24 hours to contact us with a DM on Twitter to collect your 28a. Remember, to enter this episode's cryptocurrency giveaway, all you have to do is like, tag two friends, and retweet the original post announcing the release of this episode. Good luck. And don't forget, we have a huge giveaway going on right now. We're going to have two winners. One of them will win 100 ADA and the other will win a gold mic Genesis Collection NFT from our producers, those AMAs. And this is all because we just hit 500 followers yesterday on our Twitter page. Thank you all so much for following, for listening to the show. It's so cool. We had no outside promotion. We do our little giveaways here and there with 10 ADA or an NFT now and then, but we used zero outside paid promotion, and that is huge. And just yesterday, we hit 500. Today, as of right now, we're at 612 followers on Twitter, over 124 hours. That's amazing, and it's all you guys. Thank you so much. So make sure you enter this giveaway. You can find it on our Twitter page and I'll announce the winner during Friday's episode, or I should say winners. Well, that's it for me. Thank you again for tuning in and hanging out. I'm your host, The Machinist, and I'll see you Friday with another interview, another project, and another episode of When Mint by Those AMAs. Mm -hmm.